When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to HeyYA Extra Credit. Every other week, opposite the main HeyYA podcast, we'll bring you a short-form podcast, either as a book club discussion with a beloved YA author, or look at two excellent backlist YA books for your TBR. I'm Eric Smith, and I'm joined today by Clarabelle Ortega, coming to you live during the quarantine from my studio, (laughs) aka the baby's nursery. Will there be a diaper change mid-recording? Will you hear my corgi barking? Is the sound quality not as great? Tune in for all this and more. <laughs> uh, today's episode brings you two great books from the Young Adult Backlist. Books are at least a year old. And yeah, hooray! Welcome, Clarabelle. I'm so Hi. excited that you're here. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on. Oh, my pleasure. Uh, I have to confess to our listeners that I am recording on a 10-year-old MacBook Air. Whoa. <laughs> I had to close like every single app to get this to work. This is, we're living dangerously. Um, I have to say, I'm really excited, uh, in particular because I've read Ghost Squad, Yay! which, uh, yeah, yes, I know it's a middle grade book and we're a YA podcast, but everyone take a breath because we're going to talk about YA. Don't fire me, Book Riot. Uh, <laughs> and I just loved it so much. And it comes out, it comes out really soon. Yes. Can you, can you tell our listeners about? about the book, about you? Sure. Um, so my name is Clarabelle Ortega, and um, I write both middle grade and um, YA, but my first book is a middle grade book called Ghost Squad, and it's a little bit of Coco meets Stranger Things with a Ghostbusters twist um, when two best friends um, accidentally raise some evil spirits from the dead, and they have to send them back into the underworld before it, they uh, drag all of St. Augustine, Florida down there with them. And they get help from a fat cat named Chunk and a witch grandma named Babette, who is my favorite, and a whole host of ghosts who Lucelli Luna, the main character, lives with. Um, so, yeah, that's that's Ghost Squad, and I'm really excited about it. It comes out April 7th from Scholastic. Oh <laughs> I cannot wait for people to get their hands on this. And, <laughs> and like, in addition to, like, your middle grade and your YA, because I see you tweeting, uh, I know... Uh, you have a you have a graphic novel coming out, right? Yeah. Like, what, what what's the deal with that? Yeah. So um so Frizzy um it was originally uh, named Risos, but you know how publishing is a little bit complicated <laughs> when it comes to like um uh, titles in another language. So Risos is actually the Spanish word for curls, but we changed the title. It's called Frizzy now, and it's um it's a story of a young Dominican girl who is having a hard time with um, the tradition of going to the salon every Sunday to have her hair straightened. And um, she's wondering if uh, there are other ways to be beautiful and if there um, is a way for her to feel good about herself with her natural hair. And it's the journey that she takes to sort of um, discover that 
you know, she can. And, and having curly hair doesn't mean you don't look nice. <laughs> um, so, the, so yeah, it's, it's really great. Um, that's coming from first second in, uh, not till 2022, I believe. So <laughs> quite some time. <laughs> well, yeah. Graphic novels take, uh, you know, take forever. Yeah. Uh, that's, mm-hmm. that's so awesome. So yeah. that's, that's a lot. So like right now you're, you're prepping to launch your debut. You're yes. working on your, your next book. You're digging into graphic novel scripts. Absolutely. Uh, you, you do a whole bunch of stuff, including you also have a podcast. Yeah. What, what What is the deal with the podcast? So the Write or Die podcast, I'm the co-host with Kat Cho, um, who is the author of Wicked Fox. And we interview authors who have had sort of struggle to get into publishing, which, you know, every author, I feel like, struggles to get into publishing. But there are additional hurdles for marginalized authors, as you know, Eric. So um, we talk to them and we talk to them about their journey and sort of uh, what it took for them to have their book published, to get an agent. And it's sort of to demystify some of the uh, things that are not talked about as often. We talk a lot about how, like being on your second or third agent, how long it takes to be on sub, what it's like to be on submission, which isn't really talked about a lot. And is like the most horrible thing ever. Um, so we try to pull the curtain back a little bit and just show uh, that it's, our experiences are a lot more similar than we realize. And it it's the, the whole point is to help authors who are on their, on, on whatever path they are, help, help them to feel less alone and feel like they have other people that they can relate to or that their favorite authors have gone through similar. Yeah. And you know, one thing I really like about your podcast is that, you know, when you have like an episode that's like a finding an agent mm-hmm. or working on a query letter or something like, you know, I know that's not like an episode for me, but you and Kat have such great banter in the beginning <laughs> that like I'll listen to like that, that 15, 20 minutes and be like, all right, cool. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and like I, I really like the I like being able to talk about stuff on a podcast format because it's a lot different than talking about something on Twitter. Right. Like you oh, really yeah. get to sort of talk through things in a in a more nuanced way and in a way where there's not like a lot of noise crowding in around you and people sort of like having arguments in bad faith we're able to dissect issues and and talk through things and let people hear our voices and and our inflection and our tone which i feel like sometimes a lot of messaging can get lost when you're just typing something out on twitter in like a tweet or a thread um so we both really like it as a way to talk about things that are going on and to also just like be silly and have fun and um and to reach readers and um other writers and publishing professionals in a different way yeah and to talk about skincare routines and other things yes yes that is that was our most requested thing (laughs) (laughs) all right so before we get started Let's dig into our first sponsor. This podcast is sponsored by the audiobook edition of Sparrow by Mary Cecilia Jackson. In the tradition of Lori Hulse Anderson's speak, Mary Cecilia Jackson's devastating but hopeful YA debut is about a ballerina who finds the courage to confront the abuse that haunts her past and threatens her future. The audiobook is read by Andrew Iden and Rachel L. Jacobs. There are two kinds of people on the planet, hunters and prey. I thought I would be safe after my mother died. I thought I could stop searching for new places to hide, but you can't escape what you are and what you've always been. My name is Savannah Darcy Rose, and I am still the prey. Through Savannah Rose, aka Sparrow to her friends and family, she is a gifted ballerina. Her real talent is keeping secrets. 
Schooled in silence by her long-dead mother, Sparrow has always believed that her lifelong creed, I am not the girl who tells, will make her just like everybody else, normal, happy, safe. But in the aftermath of a brutal assault by her seemingly perfect boyfriend Tristan, Sparrow must finally find the courage to confront the ghosts of her past or lose herself forever. You can buy the audiobook edition of Sparrow now wherever books are sold. So, so yeah, so let's talk about reading yes. and books. Yes. Um, so, so I just finished uh, Mariki Nuchamp's The Oracle Code, which Ooh. is uh, their YA graphic novel oh, debut, and amazing. I loved it so much. Um, and also, like a side note, a lot of these mini episodes are, are getting kind of recorded out of order. I'm like recording a whole bunch. Uh, so if you're listening right now and you heard that I was in the process of reading this in an episode like eight weeks <laughs> from now, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but uh, so in this book, we get this really like awesome alternative take on what happened to Barbara Gordon after after the infamous shooting. Uh, and it's set at Arkham's Rehabilitation Center where she's. Uh, trying to adjust to using a wheelchair, navigating this this new normal of her life, while simultaneously trying to solve some mysteries uh, in her new surroundings. Uh, instead of the traditional story of Barbara, we get her as a, as a teenager. She's already a hacker, uh, and like Arkham isn't the place you remember from like the Arkham Asylum video games. Like, <laughs> I don't know if you played those, Clarabelle. Yes, but, like, they're so scary. I can't. So scary. <laughs> And like Mark Hamill's Joker. Oh, I like, can't. Cac- it's oh. so it's so creepy. It's intense. But instead now now Arkham is this like um like rehabilitation center uh for teenagers. Um and it's just this reimagination of Barbara Gordon's, I guess like fall and rise in a way that's really wonderful and really diverse. Uh oh, I loved it so much. And so I think cool. I'm probably gonna read it again because like yeah. those those like DC graphic novels are they're pretty short. I don't know if you've seen them in the store, but they're like these little yeah. thin like pick them up and read them really quick, but maybe inhale it again afterwards, uh, kind of graphic novels. Um, what, what about you? What, what's been on your, uh, on your radar lately? Um, so, you know, as you mentioned before, everyone is quarantined right now and there's a lot of stress and anxiousness. And what I do when, when I have those moments is I sort of like go back to like really old books. So I've been rereading Howl's Moving Castle. (laughs) Oh, I love that. Um, which is like really, uh, like comforting for me. Um, but I've also been reading uh, The Iron Will of Jeannie Lowe, which is the, um, it's a sequel to the Epic Crush of Jeannie Lowe. And it is, it is, have you read, um, either of, of those books? No, yet? no, I haven't read those ones. Oh my God. They're so good. Well, first of all, my favorite part of it is that the, the girl is tall and the boy is short. <laughs> <laughs> High difference. Amazing. Um, so basically it's, um, this girl named Jeannie Lowe who lives in uh, the Bay area and she is, you know, really studious and she's trying to like keep her life together. And, um, then all of a sudden these, weird monsters start invading her city and it turns out that the boy who the new guy that she sort of like ran into randomly turns out to be like a lot more than what he seems and I don't want to give away any spoilers but he's not exactly (laughs) human um but the way the the way that this book is written um is just so incredible it is so funny it's so gripping and um FCE the author he uh was a comedy writer I believe before he started writing novels and he is actually he's writing avatar novels for um Nickelodeon now like he wrote um 
yeah, he's, I think the he's on the second one is going to come out soon. But uh, if anybody hasn't read the Epic Crush of Jeannie Lowe, especially right now, it's such a fun, snappy read. It reads really authentically teenager too, to me and like teenage girl in a way that was like, it just took me back. And I just, I love it so much. The action is great. And the humor is just, it's the kind of read that like, if you're feeling down in the dumps, it will really pick you up for sure. So I really recommend it. Awesome. Okay. Well, that's that's getting popped on my Kindle right after our <laughs> yes. after our call. You would love it. You would love it. Yeah. So so with these extra credit episodes, we like to talk about backlist titles from two years ago or so. Uh, and I thought for my picks, I'd I'd pull up some read alikes that felt like they might pair well with Ghost Squad. Ooh. Um, Although that that was like a real challenge because whenever I think about like YA novels with ghosts, I'm like, <laughs> okay, Anna dressed in blood, but that's not really like the packed full of heart kind of wholesome. <laughs> always bring a cat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> pairing for Ghost Squad. Um, <laughs> so so I'm gonna try. Um, so so one that I, I I came up with that I think is a really underrated YA um, that I've talked about a couple times on here is uh, Shutter by Courtney mm. Amadea. So in Shudder, we meet uh, the teen descendant of the famous Van Helsing, and she can see the auras of undead ghosts due to her unique eyesight. Um, and while the physical monsters, you know, they're, they're killed with bullets and stakes and all that fun stuff, uh, spirits are killed with lenses, with cameras. Amazing. Well, they're not really killed. They're, like, captured. Yeah, so they, they get captured using an old-school camera. Uh, and I think this is the Goat Squad angle, because uh, she's aided by her crew. Um... So, you know, of course, in any story where characters hunt the supernatural, things get really messy, really fast and shudder. Um, her and her gang find themselves hexed, uh, and her, her and her friends have to break this, uh, it's, a, it's a soul curse that's been bound to them before it's too late. Uh, and they're hunted down by, much in the same way that she's uh, hunted down spirits. Um, and I think, her, I believe her, is it her great-grandfather or her grandfather, who is also a Van Helsing, or... I'm not maybe sure. <laughs> maybe it's her dad. I don't know. This book came out in like 2015 and like I read the arc in 2014 and like, I don't even remember my own characters when I write. So it, it, it all gets very confusing. That's relatable. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I love about this book is that like, besides the fact that it's a really fun YA horror novel is that it's pretty heavy on the friendship. Um, there's all these people around Micheline. Uh, she has this great bond with her crew, both in terms of being BFFs, but also this soul bond curse that has them all messed up. Um, I think this, this was a Bram Stoker nominee back in 2015 oh, wow. uh, for best first novel. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of folks slept on this one it's so good uh and it's like a big chunky horror book too it's a big book uh yeah totally recommend it uh and that is shutter by courtney almadia that sounds incredible oh it's uh, so good <laughs> what about you okay so i have one that's like a little older uh Ooh, okay. it's probably from like 2010 um, and, uh, I will say that this is an ode maybe to Chunk, but we're going <laughs> to go with White, White Cat by Holly Black. Ooh, um, nice. so this is one of my, this series itself is, I yell about it all the time because the Curse Worker series is just perfection. It's so good. And I feel like they're not as many uh, boys narrating now, YA now that, as there used to be, especially for fantasy. So I really like that like difference, especially if you listen to the audiobook. Jesse Eisenberg um, narrates <laughs> the Wait, Curse really? Worker series. Yes, he does. Um, 
which is really awesome. So if it's, I mean, obviously he's an incredible actor. So if anybody wants to check it out, um, I just really love the world of curse workers. And it's basically, there are humans who can, who are workers. They can, they have powers. The powers are illegal. So all curse workers are de facto criminals, basically. Nobody knows who's who. And um, most of the work workers use touch so everyone's wearing gloves so everyone's like very Kaz Brecker in this world um so our main character <laughs> just wakes wakes up um he's the, the first chapter he's like on a roof he just he was sleepwalking and he's on a roof and this keeps happening we find out that he just wakes up in random places and he's losing bits of his memory and we have to figure out why and at the same time he's having these really creepy dreams about this white cat um and sort of seeing the cat but not being sure if it's reality or not and it is just such an incredible world there's political intrigue in it and it's a uh it's just one of my all-time favorites oh my goodness it's so funny talking about like backlist books and being like this book's kind of old it's from 2010 (laughs) (laughs) but that's like a billion years in in publishing (laughs) (laughs) oh man it's so funny i'm now i'm like frustrated thinking about like backlist read-alikes now because i feel like now entering adamsville by by francesca zeppia would be a good one but it came out last year so i guess uh, not but yeah. <laughs> oh well I, I snuck that one in there um so i think another backlist book that might make a good read-alike for ghost squad um you know latching onto the squad and friendship angle is uh miss peregrine's home for peculiar children oh yeah um like I, there's a lot of books in this series now. It's like 37. Um, but uh, if you're a listener of the podcast, you know this book. It's a big Y staple. Uh, but just in case, uh, in Miss Peregrine, we meet Jacob, a young boy whose grandfather just died. Uh, he finds a series of photos that reveals maybe his grandfather's stories about a strange orphanage and superpowered kids weren't all just you know rambling nonsense. <laughs> so he uh, he travels off to Wales to uncover the secrets and discovers a whole world of quote unquote peculiar kids with magical gifts. Uh, and a time loop that keeps them safe from beasts that want to devour them and feed off their powers. Uh, and what unravels is this really fun time travel, ghost-filled, supernatural novel. That's It's a lot of fun. It's paired with creepy photographs. Uh, and the squad that Jacob assembles, from a boy that spits bees to a, a kid that animates clay to living things, are just so wildly unusual and weird. Um, they might not have a cat, but they have a peregrine because, you know. Title of the book, also Miss Peregrine, the woman who runs the home, uh, could turn into a bird. Uh, and it's just a lot of fun. I really love the first book. Um, you know, full disclosure, I was the marketing social media person on that book back in the day, but that was a very long time ago. Uh, and uh, yeah, it's it's a delight. You know, maybe read this one, maybe watch the movie. And uh, yeah, it's uh, Miss Peregrine's Home for Peculiar Children uh, by Ransom Riggs. And oh, man. You, you're probably hearing a kazoo right now, uh, dear listeners. And that it is, sounds beautiful. That, yeah, my playing you the song of his people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so did you need one more book for me? Yes, right? Yeah. Let's hear one more. Okay. So so uh, the other read-alike, which makes a little bit more sense in terms of themes, is uh, Shadow Shaper by Daniel Jose Older. Ooh, um, nice. So there's a lot of sort of ode to Caribbean um, culture and magic in Shadow Shaper, which is very similar to Ghost Squad. Um, in, in, in those ways, obviously, it's YA, so it's also quite different, a little spookier. Um, but I love this book. Um, so it's about this a Puerto Rican girl named Sierra Santiago. Uh, the murals in her neighborhood in Brooklyn start to weep, and a corpse 
uh, appears at a party one day as well. Um, so she's like, all right, something is strange is happening. Something's <laughs> <laughs> amiss. Hmm. Uh, so she teams up with an artist uh, named Robbie. NCR is also an artist. And um, they find out about this magic called shadow shaping and um they figure out that someone is killing the shadow shapers in their uh, town one by one and so they have to try to stop them and there's like just so much like magic and like there's just one scene that happens in Coney Island that is so beautiful and like I cry every single time I read it <laughs> and it's one of my favorite books ever of all time um DJ Older is a master and it definitely has a lot of cultural similarities and thematic similarities with family um, to Ghost Squad. So that's my second Excellent. recommendation. Yes. S- similarities to Daniel Jose Older. I don't know anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> Can't relate. Not true. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, I think that is, uh, I think that's going to be our, our episode Yay. now. So, uh, yeah, I just want to uh, thank today's sponsors for making this episode and show possible. You can follow me uh, at Eric Smith Rocks on Twitter, uh, as well as Eric Smith Rocks on Instagram. And Clarabel, where can everyone find you? You guys can follow me at Clarabel underscore Ortega on both Twitter and on Instagram. And you can visit my website at ClarabelOrtega.com. And I highly recommend subscribing to Write or Die. Yes. Uh, Clarabel and Cat's <laughs> podcast. It is a delight. Thank you. Um, no, my, my pleasure. And we'll, uh, yeah. All right, listeners. I guess we'll see you again next week uh, for the main podcast. Until then, happy reading.